with Hashem's assistance, we are learning Davchaf Beis, page 22 in Sota. Itmar, the Gemara begins one line in. Itmar, we learned in a memra. Kara v'shana v'leishimesh talmidei chachamim. This is the last thing that we said. We said that a person who's a Russia Arum, one of the people who's a sly, foxy kind of evil guy, so he's a person who is Kara v'shana, he learned Psukim, he learned Mishnais, but he didn't acquire their understanding from the sages. So, Rabbi Lazar Aymer, Rabbi Lazar says, this, Such a person is considered an ignoramus. Rabbi Shmuel says, He's a fool. Rabbi Yane says, This guy is like a kusi. He's so bad you can't even eat his food, and you can't even drink his wine. Ravach Rav Yaakov says, Hareze Magosh, he's a magician. Amr of Nachman Bar Yitzhak, Rav Nachman Bar Yitzhak says, Mistabra ki Rav Acha Bar Yaakov. It makes sense like Rav Acha Bar Yaakov, the Amri Inchi, because people say, Ratin Magusha. A Ratin, that's somebody who the verse refers to as a Choyver Chaver. The verse refers to him as somebody who is a Ratin. What is it? It's a Magosha, it's a magician. And nobody knows what they're saying. So this is a person, these magicians, so they say quietly, they say in their incantations, they do their magic, but nobody knows what they're saying. So Tani Tana, this guy also, he's learned something, but he doesn't really know what he's saying. So that's why Magosh is the appropriate name for such a person. Tana Rabbanu, we learned in Ebrisa. Anyone who does not say Shema in the morning and in the evening with its blessings. David Rabbi Meir, that's what Rabbi Meir says. The Chachamim say, Whoever does not wear tefillin. Ben Azay says, Whoever wears a four-cornered garment without placing upon them tzitzis. Rabbi Yenison ben Yosef, Rabbi Yenison ben Yosef says, Anyone who has children and doesn't raise them to learn Torah. That's called an ignoramus. Others say, even someone who we've been talking about all along, even somebody who, who learned, he learned Psukim, he learned the verses, he learned Mishnayas, but he didn't find out their understandings, this is also called Amaretz. If someone learned the Psukim without learning Mishnayas, he's a fool. If he doesn't even know verses, and he doesn't know Mishnayas, about him the verse says, I will plant the people of Israel and the people of the house of Judah, Zerah Adam Behemah, whether they're like men or they're like animals, because they don't know the Torah. Either way, they're going to come back to Israel. Hashem is going to bring us all back, and He's going to plant us within the boundaries of our holy land. Two dots. Yeras Hashem Beni Vamelech. My son, fear Hashem and the King. Imshonim Altis Arov. And don't hang out with those who are shown Him. We're going to see what that means. Amar Yitzchak. This is referring to people who all they do is they learn halacha, they learn Mishnah without understanding the depths and the understanding of it. Pshita, this is obvious. Of course you shouldn't hang out with people who don't learn anything to their depths. He might have thought, Shainim Bechait, that it's not such a, not such, to such an extent. Maybe you only can't hang out with people who are continuously doing sin. Like this, the Rav Huna says, the Amar Rav Huna, Kemen Sha'avar Adam Avera, Veshanaba, 
Hutralai, someone who does a transgression, then he does it again, so it becomes okay to him. Once a person has done a, an avira more than once, so to him he doesn't seem so bad. So Kamash Malan, so it's coming to teach you that you shouldn't hang out with the people, not just shouldn't you hang out with people who are constantly doing transgressions, but you also shouldn't hang out with people who are learning Mishnayis, learning Halacha without understanding the depths. Tana, we learned, Hatanaim Mavali Oilam. Those who just learn Mishnah, they destroy the world. Mavali Oilam, Sakadaitach. Could it be that they destroy the world? Why is it that they destroy the world? Because we're talking about people who they say what the halacha is based on what they learned in their Mishnah. And since they don't know the depths, they don't know, they don't understand what goes into it and all of the Gemara, so they're not going to say halacha correctly. Tani Nami we have a Bryce that says a similar thing. Amr Yeshua, Rav Yeshua says, What are you saying that they destroy the world? If anything, they're the ones who keep the world alive. Shanemar, as the verse says, Those who learn the halachos, so the world is sustained by them. Ella, what are we talking about? Just like Ravina said, we're talking about people who's going to destroy the world. Those who learn the halach, those who learn Mishnayas, and they say what the halach is based on the Mishnah that they learn without understanding their depths, and without, and without knowing the Gemara. Two dots. Isha Prusha Vachule. We said that in the Mishnah that there's another person who destroys the world, and that's an Isha Prusha, a woman who is a Prusha. We'll see what that means. Tanarabbanan. We learned in Abraisa. Besula Tzlainis. We're talking about a woman who's not married, who davens a lot, she prays too much. Yalmana Shoivavis, and a woman who was previously married, and she goes around, she hangs out with all of her neighbors. And uh, I'm not going to translate this yet. We'll see what that means soon in the Gemara. So all of these things, these destroy the world. Is it so? Rabbi Yechanan said, We learned fear of heaven, fear of transgression from this young woman, and we learned about receiving reward from a widow. What's the case that we learned fearing sin from a young lady? Rabbi Yechanan heard this young woman, she was doing the philosophy, she was praying, she was davening, and she was saying, Master of the world, you created the Garden of Eden, and you created hell. Barasa Tzadikin, you created righteous people, Barasa Rasham, you created evil people. Your will in front of you, that no people should transgress because of me. And we have the case where we learned about receiving reward from a widow. There was a certain widow, there was a synagogue, a shul, in her neighborhood, nevertheless, every day, she would go to pray in the base medrash, of Rabbi Yechanan. Amar la, so he said to her, Biti, loy beis knesses b'shivavusach. So he said to him, my daughter, is there any, there's, there's no shul, there's no synagogue in your own neighborhood? Amar lei. So she said back to him, Rabbi, don't I get reward for walking this distance? In other words, she knew that, uh, that it was a good thing to walk a far distance. The more you walk, the greater is your reward. So how are we saying that someone who's a Prusha, a woman who is involved in praying, a woman, uh, a widow, who's involved in going somewhere. So how do we see that she's bad? That's not good. So Kikamar, when were we talking about again? Yechni Basra TV. We're talking about someone like Yechni Basra TV. So who's this Yechni Basra TV? So Rashi explains that she was a woman, she made herself look like she was a very righteous lady. 
But the truth is that she was a very evil woman. What she would do is whenever a woman was about to give birth, so she would go, she, had, she knew how to do some kind of black magic, and she would go to our house and do this black magic, and she would come and see, and because of the black magic, so a woman who was about to give birth would have difficulty in giving birth. And she would come over to the house and say, oh, let me pray for you on your behalf. Maybe my prayers will be accepted by heaven. And she would go home, she would take off the black magic, and then, so all of a sudden, the woman would be, would be okay. And everyone would think that she was a very righteous woman, but the truth was, and it came out later, because someone was there on the day that she went and she did it, someone actually saw it, and therefore everyone knew it came out that she was really a witch doing evil things and making herself look like she was really righteous. So that's what we're talking about in the Mishnah when we say that an Isha Purusha, a woman who's very righteous, we're talking about as someone who makes himself look righteous, but in fact they're not. The Gemara continues, My katan What were we talking about when we said that one of the things that destroy the world is a katan, which literally means a young child who has not finished its months, we explained it over here. This is a scholar who goes against what his rabbis say, goes against what his rabbis taught him. Rabbi Abba, Amar, Rabbi Abba says, This is talking about a person who's a student who he thinks that it's okay for him to start paskating, to saying halacha and what the laws are, but he's not really ready and he does it anyway. Rabbi Yavo says, Amar Avuni said in the name of Avuna, Amarav, in the name of Rav, what does it say in the verse? Many dead bodies have been thrown. And there are great amounts of dead ones. The many dead bodies that were thrown. This is referring to a Tamar Chacham, a scholar, who has not yet gotten to the point where he knows halacha well enough to teach. Umar, nevertheless, he's teaching. The second half of the verse that says there are many dead people. This is referring to a scholar, that he does indeed know how to teach. Nevertheless, he does not teach. We turn the page. How far, how long does a person have to wait? Adar Banshnin, for 40 years. Until he's been learning for 40 years, Rashi says. Aini, the Gemara says that so. Vaharaba, Oiri. We know that Rabba, who only lived to be 40 years old, as the Gemara says elsewhere in Rosh Hashanah, Rashi, Rashi says. Nevertheless, he was, he was teaching, he was saying Hara, he was saying Psak, he was saying Halacha. So the Gemara answers Bishavin. When there's no one that's greater than him, so then he's allowed to be a Moira Hara, he's allowed to teach, he's allowed to give Psak, even though he's not yet been learning for 40 years. Two dots, etc. We learned in Abraisa, Shiva Prushan Hain. There are seven different people who think or make themselves look like they're very righteous, but they're not. We're going to explain them all. I'm going to read them quickly, and then the Gemara is going to explain them. Parish Shechmi, Parish Nakfi, Parish Kizoi, Parish Maduchia, Parish Machaivasi, Vasana, Parish Meava, Parish Meira. Parish Shechmi, what's the first thing, the Parish Shechmi? This is somebody who does, does something similar to that which was done by the people of Shechem. Chamor, the son of Shechem, so he convinced all of his people, he wanted to marry Dina, he said, all we have to do is get a bris, and if we get a bris, so then they'll all join with us, we'll be able to get all their money. So they were doing something which was righteous on the surface, but they did it only for ulterior motives. So that's considered, that's a Parish Shechmi. Parish Nakfi, what's a Parish Nakfi? It's a this is somebody who takes little steps, he drags his feet, he makes himself look like he's very humble, but he's really not so humble. Parish Kizoy, what's this? Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak, Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak says, Zehamak is dom liksalim. Rashi explains what does this mean. It means that somebody, he's, he's very careful, he doesn't look when there are women around, and he's always banging his head against the walls because he, he's not looking where he's going, and he's getting blood out of his head from the walls. 
Porshma Duchya. What's Porshma Duchya? Maraba Barshila. Rabbi Barshila says, Demashva Kimaduchya. He bends himself over like this instrument that's bent. So he makes himself always look like he's very humble, but he's really not. So this is a guy who's righteous because he's always saying, "What's my? What should I do? What's what's the halacha? What is my obligation? And I'll do it." So Gemara says, "Hamal Yusahu." This is a good thing. If he's always asking what he's supposed to do, Ella the Amar su va'asena. So the Gemara says, "No, this guy is saying, what else is there for me to do?" Meaning he's saying, "I already have done everything. I'm really perfect." So he makes himself look like he's righteous, but he's really not. So this is something that's not good. Someone who is being righteous because he loves, he's interested in only getting the schar, the reward for the mitzvos, for the commandments. Someone who's only being righteous because he's afraid of getting punished. So that's not good either. Abaye and Rava said, Latana, so according to this Tana, according to this Brisa, Tisni, Parshme Ava, Parshme Yira. It shouldn't have included as a bad thing someone who's doing it out of love for getting reward, or someone who's being righteous because he fears sin. Dhamma Rav Yehuda Marab, because Rav Yehuda said in the name of Rav, A person should always do the Torah and the mitzvahs, that even if he's not doing it for the right reasons, that when a person does it for the wrong reasons, he ends up doing it for the right reasons. So therefore, Parshme Ava and Parshme Yira, even though it's true, he's not doing it for the right reasons, but he will end up doing it for the right reasons in the end if he has the proper intent. And therefore, Bayin Rav are saying that they should not be included in the list of people who are not doing the right thing. The Gemara continues, Amar of Nachman Bar Yitzchak, Rav Nachman Yitzchak said, The Metamra Metamra, the Megalia Megalia, Someone who's trying to hide things, he's going to be successful when it comes to other people. With the Megali Megalia, someone who's trying to reveal things, and he's making himself look like he's better than he really is, or he really is sincere. So people can only tell whatever they see on the surface. However, when it comes to the great Bezdin, the great court above, the Spara Mehani Dechafu Gundi. So it's going to take account from those who wrap themselves up in overalls. Rashi explains that means that those who go, they make themselves look like they're Purushim, they're big righteous people, but they're really not. Amar la Yanai Malka la So Yanai, King Yanai, as he was dying, he said to his wife, Altis Yarmin HaPurushim, don't be afraid of the righteous people who I, for all of my life, I was doing bad things to them, because since they're so righteous, they won't hold it against you. And don't worry about the people who are not righteous because they're on my side. I was always taking care of them. But who do you need to watch out for? Those who color themselves and make themselves look like they're righteous. They do things which are evil, as evil as Zimri. But they request reward as if they were as good as Pinchas. Meaning they do horrible, evil things. But on the surface, they pretend that they're really righteous. So those are the people that you need to watch out for. Even Yanei HaMelech knew that. Masnis in the Mishnah. Rabbi Shimon, Amir, Rabbi Shimon says, That we don't say that a merit will hold her back from receiving her comeuppance. Rabbi Shimon says, If you do say that the merit can hold it back, With the waters, the cursed waters, so you're ruining the waters from in front of all the women. The women won't be scared. Hashem says that they're drinking. And you're saying bad things about those who have drunk, and it seems that they're pure. pure but people will say People will say that they're really impure. But they have some kind of merit. So you're kind of ruining by saying that merits can prevent things from happening. You're ruining the efficacy of the waters. 
Rebbe Oimer, Rebbe says, Hazchus toile b'maim Rebbe says that a merit can hold it up, can hold you back from getting your punishment. But this woman is not going to have children and she's not going to get better. But rather what happens is, even though she has a merit, it's going to, she's going to get slowly and slowly worse. And in the end, she's going to die of that death. If let's say, this is a different halacha, nothing to do with that. If let's say the flower offering got tame, became impure. If that happened before, it was actually placed into a holy vessel. So it's just like any other flower offering, and you can redeem it, because it hasn't yet gone into the holy vessel. And if it already went into a holy vessel, and now it's holy, it's, it itself is holy. So then it's like all of the flower offerings, and it needs to be burnt. And we'll continue from here tomorrow, Be'ezras Hashem.